Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots. My name is Stacey Morgan and I'm here alone for the very first time when it comes to Miss Bossy Boots. Normally I'm joined by my co-host Jane Hilston, but for season two, as we announced um, in our last episode, uh, Jane is going to be only coming in for a couple of episodes this season. I'm going to be doing a couple of my, on my own and I have a couple of special guest co-hosts that I'm going to be talking to a little bit later on in the season. But, you know, talking by myself and uh, doing podcasts by myself is not something that I am afraid of. And, um, you know, if you've been listening to Miss Bossy Boots, you can tell that I clearly like the sound of my own voice. And so I'm more than happy to talk to you on my lonesome. But what I thought I would talk about um, for the episodes that I do get to talk to you on my own is some of the things that I've learned in business and some of the things that I have been really working on in the last couple of years. You know, the Miss Mossy Boots journey has been a really interesting um, kind of play-by-play learning tool for for the growth of my business because so many challenges that I've had along the way you have been privy to and you've been right there alongside me as part of the journey so um, being able to spend some time which I, I luckily have been able to but I've been able to spend some time thinking about all of those challenges that I've had and trying to pick out the lessons that I've been learning from them because we've just hit, you know, we've just gone into our 11th season at Port Macquarie Performing Arts. And so um, whilst I ran other small businesses before that, you know, PMPA is my, my first baby. It's my, it's the big kahuna. It's, you know, what I have devoted so much of my life to. So it is so incredibly important to me. And those lessons that I've learned along the way have really helped shape not just the business itself, but how I have grown as a leader and how I've grown as a person. And, and you've been kind of privy to that, but I, what I'm going to do for the next couple of episodes where I get to talk to you on my own is kind of think about those challenges and share with you those learnings um, because it's one thing for me to go through them and experience them, uh, but I think it's a whole separate thing for me to be able to share that with you and for you hopefully to then be able to not make the same mistakes that I made so that you um, hopefully your journey is a little bit easier than my was mine was. And, you know, it's not. I'm not saying that the entire journey has been a really hard slog, because I've had, you know, Jane there alongside me. I've had you guys as listeners and as a community alongside me. And I've got an incredible team um, who are just the absolute best and are rock stars. So it's it hasn't been as lonesome as I'm making out. But there sure have been some things that I wish I knew before I started. And one of the big things um, that I want to start by talking about is stress. You know, when I first started the business, I assumed or... I didn't really assume. I, I feel like I, it was modelled for me. I was taught that to be successful meant that I had to be incredibly stressed, that I was doing it right if I was running myself into the ground. Um, you know, the, the old saying, saying of burning the candle at both ends. You know, for me, that was what success was. And that's what I saw. You know, my parents worked incredibly hard when they were growing up to give um, my brother and I everything that we could possibly want in our lives. And also, you know, my ballet teacher was the hardest worker I'd ever known. She would work on her ballet school from um, dawn until dusk. And Miss Francesca, I know you're probably listening to this, but you know, you were, incred- you were, you were an incredible role model to me during that time for, for what, um, that incredible work ethic and hard work could do. But what I did learn um, from from observing was that, you know, running your own business was stressful. It was hard and there, there wasn't a break. And so what I've learned in the last 11 years in developing 
my own business and developing my lifestyle around my business is that the stress that I thought I had to have in business is actually not a prerequisite for success. In I can build success in my own way, on my own terms, on my own rules, and it doesn't have to include stress. But there sure are you know, several things that come up in business that can, can cause you stress. And so I have a list of 10 of them here. I'm going to visit five of them in this episode. And then the next episode that I get to do on my own, I will revisit the other five because I think there are some things in, in business that, that can cause you stress. And hopefully if you can avoid them or overcome them, then you will have the opportunity to, um, to go further faster and to be able to get the success and reach the goals that you're after without hopefully all of the heartache that goes along with it. So number one in the 10 most common causes of stress in business that I've come up with is that you get too big too fast. So at first growth is really fast and really exciting because you know you've been working your butt off for so long and you have that moment where you can feel the momentum building and you know the word of mouth is out there and you don't need to work so hard on brand awareness anymore and it kind of all starts to come together for you. But if you grow too big too fast then you end up just being the manager of more people than you know how to manage. You suddenly become every, you know, you're wearing every hat in your business. You have too much on your plate. You're um, taking too many orders for the amount of stock that you can get your hands on. You're doing too many appointments for the number of hours that you have in your week, just because that growth is addictive. It starts, you feel the momentum and then you just go, okay, it's time to hustle, push, push, push. So my, what I've learned from that is that it isn't necessarily a good idea to grow too big, too fast. That causes unnecessary stress. And growth needs to be something that is strategic and really manageable. Easy does it is kind of the way to go when you're growing your business, not push, push, push. So you want to make sure that the work that you have that is associated with the growth is is really manageable. You want to make sure that you're taking on um, in terms of your to-do list, but also in, in terms of your leadership and management, something that is manageable, something that is not going to, you're not going to you know, employ five new people at the same time and have to onboard and nurture those people in your business. You don't want to get to a point where you wish that you'd slowed down to make things run more, sl- more smoothly. And you definitely don't want to get yourself in a situation where you're hiring people that are you, you're hiring yous. And, you know, I've, I've been so guilty of that in the past because, you know, I have an interview with someone and I'm sitting down chatting with them and they um, like the same things I like and they work the same way that I work. And I think, oh, this person's fantastic. And the lesson that I've learned is that sometimes it's nicer to become friends with that person and take them out for coffee than it is to become their manager because they they will frustrate you because they're so much like you because you're quite frustrating. Well, I am at least. So you don't want to, you want to make sure that the, the growth in your business is strategic. You want to see where the gaps are. You want to be able to fill those gaps and you want to make sure that you're getting the best possible people in those gaps to be able to move the business forward. If you just hire a an all-rounder, like we, you know, so many of us are all-rounders in our business. We wear so many different hats. You don't want to hire more all-rounders. What you want to do is figure out what you really need help with and then hire specifically for that. So if you need um, help with your marketing and your brand awareness and you need someone to get your, your name out there, don't hire someone who can also, you know, wash the dishes and also do the, the graphic design. You want to hire a marketer who is 
an expert at doing that. And, you know, that takes investment and sometimes that's a little bit scary in business as well. But I encourage you to find the right people to fill those gaps. Steve Jobs talks about hiring the smartest people um, because that because they'll make you look good and also that proves that um, – you know, you can't do everything and that they – having the smartest people in, in the room and hiring people that are smarter than you shouldn't be a hit on your ego. Instead, it, it should show that you're a good manager and leader because you've got these great people in those roles. And, you know, that's been such great advice for me along the way when it comes to hiring because you know, so so much of my team are so much better <laughs> – at teaching dance than I am and I love that because I also love learning from them and I love being able to watch them in action Um, it's just the best so keep your planning manageable keep your growth manageable you don't want to miss out on opportunities but you also don't want to wish that you'd slowed down and you know see your business run away from you so give yourself the time and make sure it's um, the the growth that you get in your business is really strategic number two is no cash flow now cash is king in business you like you don't you, you can be in business for two days and learn that it's it it's something that is when you get it wrong it is absolutely absolutely gutting and really 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 stressful so often you have to learn that lesson yourself often that's not something that you can hear uh, somebody else say it and read it in a book and listen to people like me talk about it it's it's sometimes something that you have to experience yourself and you know, you, it'll take a couple of weeks of you eating baked beans or um, Vegemite on toast in order to make payroll or to make sure that you can pay the rent um, to really learn how important cash and cash flow is. But it's not just about having cash in the bank. It's also about having an understanding of when the cash is coming in and when it's going out and how much is going to be of it. And I, in my early days of business, I just remember um, being so surprised when when ex- extra expenses would pop up, you know, I'd do my my budget on the back of a serviette, you know, at, out to dinner and, and go, okay, well, I need this much for rent and I need this much for wages and then and then we should be okay. But I'd get to the end of the month and then all like all of a sudden there would just be <laughs> all of these expenses that I hadn't factored in and I would be really shocked and it would happen month after month and I'd be shocked. Oh my gosh, there's still no money. <laughs> what is going on? So you want to really make sure that you've got a really good forecasting set up so that you're super aware of when you need cash and when you're potentially going to be short on cash and you want to have a process um, for chasing up your unpaid bills. The amount of arrears that I had in my business in the early days is just – it makes me really uncomfortable to even think about it. I remember a, a meeting I, that Heath and I had with the financial planner and it was the first time that I actually had to share in front of people other than just in my mind exactly where the business was financially and you know, sitting there in that room, I remember the whiteboard, I remember the chair that I was sitting on, I remember the feeling that I had and and I, you know, kind of vowed that I never wanted to have that feeling again because I, I had to, he was asking me questions. What are your arrears? How much money is owed to you? Um, when, you know, when is your next rent payment due? When do you next need to pay wages and how much will that be and what's in the bank right now? And I just remember just completely um, – trying my best not to sound like a complete moron and um, I don't think I was very successful. So you need to make sure that you have a process. You need to make sure that you don't have a huge window. You don't have a 30-day 30, 30 payment on your invoices. You want to make sure that those things are wrapped up in seven days so that you know that the money is going to be in or if it's not in, you can chase it really, really um, easily. And if you hate chasing money and you don't want to do it yourself, then you can outsource it or you can do what Samantha Wills did. I was lucky enough to interview Samantha um, at the International Women's Day 
breakfast and she talked about um, having a, a business, someone in her business that she made up and that was the person that um, went and said, sent all the debt collecting emails and she gave her that person a fancy title and, and people would always comment and say, oh, she's really lovely. You've got someone new working in the business. But all of along it was just Samantha sending the emails. But if she needed a bad cop. It couldn't be her that was both um, charming the clients and then asking them for money. So that's that's how she got around it. And if she can do that and build, you know, a global um, brand, then you can do it in your business too. The third thing I want to talk about that causes unnecessary stress in business is not having the systems that you need in order for your business to grow. And I, you know, insert over-exaggerated eye roll here because we all know this. This is not rocket science. We need systems in our business in order for our business to do well. Whenever anyone's talking about systems, they're talking about McDonald's, about how you can get a cheeseburger here in Australia, you can get one in New York, you can get one in Belgium, you can get one in Germany, and they're all made exactly the same way. They're all, they all have the same ingredients. They're all you know, a cheeseburger is going to be a cheeseburger and it's going to be the same every time. And that's because McDonald's has great systems. So the last thing you want to do, I know when you're on a roll in business and you're, you know, super passionate about what you're doing, which is probably not writing systems, um, but instead, you know, serving your customers and serving your community, you don't want to have to sit down and create new systems. Like even the word systems, I know, makes you want to hide under the covers and, and never come out. But the right systems is, are what are going to enable your business to grow. So it's super important that you you take the time to do it. So you don't have to – the thing that gets me with, with systems is people often go, okay, this is it, systems day. I'm going to put eight hours aside. I'm going to sit down and do you know 800 systems right here and right now and procedures. And that – no one's going to enjoy that and you're going to spend you know the first two hours of the day procrastinating and cleaning out underneath the kitchen sink before you sit down to do it and then when you do it you're going to do two or three and then you're going to get bored of it I, I've been there but what you need to do is you need to have a plan in place and pick a number I'm going to do four a month I'm going to do eight a month I'm going to do 16 a month whatever sits right with you you need to sit down and think about how can I do this in a way that it's not going to be um like stab my eyes out terrible. And you will be able to you will be able to get there with so many different aspects of your business because of course you need systems for marketing, you need systems for finance, you need systems for day-to-day operations, you need systems for onboarding customers. You need systems for when you're bringing in new staff or um you know you need systems around payment and there are just so many things that need to be systemized in your business. You're not going to do it all in one day, you're not going to do it all in one week. Um, and you'll go crazy if you try and do it all at the same time. So the best thing that you can do um, to make sure that your business is going to be around for the long haul and to make sure that you don't have to be micromanaging every single aspect of your business is to be able to write those systems and to just tackle a couple a month and just put it aside 30 minutes here and 30 minutes there, put it in your calendar, make sure it's in your calendar, make sure it sticks, you know, non-negotiable time, make sure there's a reward at the end of it for you. Like if you, um, yesterday I got a heap of work done so I treated myself to a Zumbrero burrito which was just life and that was my you know that was my reward I was doing stuff yesterday that was really icky roll my eyes stay under the covers stuff it wasn't writing systems but it was almost as painful Um, and so I had a reward at the end make sure that you have a reward for yourself so that you can make sure that by the time you get to the end of that you can pat yourself on the back and go okay yes I've done that if you haven't read Clockwork by Mike Michalowicz it's such a great read and it talks in detail about how to create systems that work and Mike is so inspiring that you just you like you come 
out of reading the book, I listened to the audio book, but um, you, you finish the book and you're like fist pumping the air, like, yeah, I can do systems. I want to do systems, <laughs> which, you know, I would never have thought that was even possible because I'm not a big fan, as you can tell, but it's so important. So if you haven't read Clockwork, get your hands on it. Profit First by Mike Michalowicz is also a must read if you're in business, but get those systems in place. That will ensure that your business is able to grow and it will make sure that you have the ability to um, be able to grow and progress and then really spend time on things that are really important. Get those systems written and out of the way. Now, number four, I talked about a little while ago when we were talking about um, making sure that you're not growing too big too fast, but I want to touch on it again because it's so important. When when you find that you're unnecessarily stressed in your business, it's probably because you don't have experts in the right place. And I talked before about hiring, you know, a whole team of yous um, and so many of us do it. Hiring people is one of the most stressful things in business. There's no way around it. You need people to help you out and you need to, you know, grow those leadership and management skills. But um, it's really, it's really so much easier to do when you get the right people in the right roles. Um, I love good to great. And Jim Collins talks about having the right people on the bus and the right people on the bus and the right people in the right seats on the bus. And that's a really important part of it as well. It's not just enough to have a great team, but you have to have the, the, those members of your team making sure that they are in the right seats on the bus, in the right roles, doing the right work in order for them to be happy and for also for the business to really grow. I have um, one of my team members who has moved into a different role this year And they are considerably like 75% happier in the workplace because their role has changed and they're now tackling things that um, whilst in the beginning they weren't hired for those things, they have now got this, you know, the things that they're doing now are so much more aligned with what makes them happy and what they are really good at. And so not only is the business benefiting from that, but personally they are benefiting from, from it as well. So you want to make sure that you get yourself a team of people who have skills in areas that are completely opposite or very different to you. You want to make sure that you are filling those gaps of knowledge and understanding of all the different aspects of your business so that you can have people that are working on their strengths that are filling all of those gaps. There is no point in having a team full of yous and then no one available to um, buy the toilet paper and clean the toilets. Um, You need to hire for the jobs that need to get done and there are so many jobs that need to get done. When I was pregnant with Henry, I had you know, a moment where I was like, three children, okay, how is this going to happen? How are we going to do this? What are we going to do? And I got together with Jane and we got a couple of whiteboards and we got some whiteboard markers and we just absolutely made the biggest lists on these whiteboards. Jane did it for her business and I did it for mine. We made lists of all the things in the business that needed to get done in order for um, the business to move forward and for the business to actually run. So if I was not there tomorrow, what are all the things that need to happen from buying the toilet paper all the way through to um, acquiring customers, through to the marketing, through to the finance, um, the invoices, customer relationships, absolutely everything and it took a couple of hours, like it wasn't, it wasn't a short process, but I then went through that list of all of the things and color-coded things. So 
all the blue things. I circled all the things that were kind of marketing and they were all circled in blue. I circled all the things in orange that were kind of customer relationshipy. I circled all the things in green that were very dance teachery. And then I was able to develop position descriptions to fill those gaps in my business of the things that I was doing at that point, but that I knew once this third baby came along, I wouldn't be able to have the the brain space or the the physical I physically wouldn't be able to do it and so that's how I developed those position descriptions and whilst they were jobs that I was doing before I'm not an expert at every aspect of my business and so there are people out there who have skills and strengths in areas that are not yours and so I was able to hire and put smarter people in those positions and the, the I cannot tell you the benefit that the business has had from that so please don't be afraid to to step out of your comfort zone and, and get somebody into an area of expertise that you perhaps know nothing about. There are now aspects of my business that I absolutely pride myself in having no idea how that works. I used to have to want to like want to have to teach myself all of the programs and understand every aspect of the curriculum. And I'll give you an example. Um, we teach acro at our at our school and um, the kids do acrobatics and they do all these incredibly wonderful things, none of which I would have ever been able to do when I was a student and I really cannot do now, especially after three children. And I have no idea how to teach that class. Absolutely no idea. But I have incredible people who are so good at teaching that class that I don't need to. But in the early days of business, I would have been really, really hesitant to do any style that I couldn't teach. I remember there was a big demand for us to do hip hop and I was just like, I'm not cool enough to do hip hop. We can't do a hip hop class. There's no way I could teach it. What I should have done in that time was think, okay, surely there's somebody in town who is good at hip hop and who loves hip hop and hired somebody to come in and deliver that service because my customers were asking for it. It was just my ego and my fear of not being able to do everything that stopped me from doing that. What have you got in your business? What's the hip hop of your business that your customers would love that you think you could add to your offering, but that you don't necessarily know a lot about or that you don't necessarily have the ability to do yourself? Hire somebody that can bring them into your business. Stop hiring a team of yous. And the last one I want to talk about today when it comes to the stresses that really you know get you down in business is that you have no plan and you know I love planning and I'll plan till the cows come home and I love goal setting and, you know, setting up what's going to happen next. You know, I love that control freak a little bit. But for a business, there, ha- there has to be a plan. Businesses cannot be fly by the seat of your pants. Let's just see how it goes. Let's open the doors and see what happens. If we build it, they will come. It's too risky. You want to have a plan for your business. You want to have a plan for your business and a plan for yourself. If you want to go overboard, you can then have a plan for your family and a plan for the dog and a plan for all of the things, plan for the garden. But at least you need to have a plan for your business. So it's fine to start your business and go, let's just open the doors and see what happens. But once you gain that momentum, you really want to be able to sit down and figure out where you want to go go and write goals that will suit that. And if you don't know where you're going with your business, then it's going to be really hard to get buy-in from your customers and your clients, as well as your team, in order to be able to get the business moving and to get momentum. You know, no one is going to buy in and, and want to root for your product and your business and your service if if they don't understand what the point is and where you're going. 
So take the time to plan out what you want from your business. What do you want from your ideal lifestyle? How many hours do you want to work? What does that work look like? Um, As in what tasks do you and don't you want to be doing? How much money do you want or how much money do you need to be able to make in order for this business to be successful? And talking about success, like what does success mean for you? What does that look like? Uh, Because it's different for everybody. And as I said in the beginning, I used to think that success equaled stress. And so if I was really stressed, I'd be successful. But I tell you what, I was really stressed. Yes, the business was successful, but I was bloody miserable. So you want to be able to think about what success means to you and to plan out how you can help your business get you to there. And then you want to think about where you want to be spending your time and how much time you want to spend on different things. How much time do you want to be spend working? Um, How much time do you want to be spending with your family? How much time do you want to be spending in a bubble bath, scrolling on Instagram. Have a think about what your life, your ideal life looks like and then plan accordingly. Because once you're clear on all of those things, you can really set yourself some goals and figure out how you're going to get there and put a plan in place to have you moving forward in the right direction. Because if I've learned anything in business, it's that time absolutely flies. We do our yearly planner and release our yearly planner to our um, customers the November of the year before, but we start working on the yearly planner in August. So, you know, it's May now and it's it's going to be August before we know it. And then I'm, you know, planning and putting together 2022. And that's just terrifying because it seems like yesterday that I just put out the 2021 schedule. So time flies. You want to make sure that you don't blink and five years has gone down the track and your business is still in exactly the same place as it was before. You want to really make sure that you have the ability to plan what you want to do and then to take some action steps in order to make sure that you can get there. So that's my first five in the 10 most common causes of stress in business and, uh, you know, some hints and tips on how you can attri- you can try to avoid them or overcome them. I'm going to follow up the next five, the next time that I'm talking to you with just you and me. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear your biggest takeaway. Um, you can join me over in my Facebook group, which is called How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. I'm hoping you can join me there. It would be great to see some Miss Bossy Booters um, sharing the things that you are learned, the things that are working for you in business in that group. You know, it's a fabulous group of like-minded business owners and people who are nurturing their families. And I really hope you can join us there. If you're listening on your phone, please take a screenshot now and post it on your Insta story. You can tag us at Miss Bossy Boots Podcast and also tag me at Simply Stacey Morgan as well. And if you're super clever, um, I would love you to also um, put your takeaways there too. My very own mastermind group kicked off last month called the Thrive Mastermind. It's a six-month mastermind program and we have some incredible um, business owners and mums in the group who are really um, stepping up in terms of their professional development for their business. But if a six-month program is a little bit too much for you and you are running your own business, then I would love to talk to you about Simply Business Accelerator, which is a smaller product. It's only a month-long program and we're doing three of them this year, all based on different topics. We're about to launch our first round, which will be all about messaging and marketing. So if in your business, you know that you have a great service, a great product, and you know a lot about that, but you just don't know how to be able to transfer that message out into your community and out to your customers, then messaging and marketing is perfect for you. It's called Simply Business Accelerator. You can check out all of the information at simplystacymorgan.com. And you also might be aware that I'm launching my own podcast next week on May the 5th. It's called How to Run a Successful Business and still have a life. Of course, I've been doing Miss Bossy Boots for forever and also publishing and producing so many other podcasts. There's 10 podcasts currently on the Morgan Media Network. 
And it's been a really long time coming, me preparing and, and putting together my own podcast. Because of course, there's so much great stuff that Jane and I get to talk about on Miss Bossy Boots. And the work that I'm doing with uh, several of my coaching clients has really kind of been tapping me on the shoulder lately and saying, you know, this is you're repeating yourself. You're saying the same thing to this client as to this client because the message needs to be told. What you are saying is helping this person but could also help that person. And so I thought instead of just relying on sitting down with people in our one-on-one coaching sessions or our group coaching sessions, why not share that knowledge that I'm um, putting together for my clients but also that we're talking about in our groups? Um, Why not put it out there in, in the form of a podcast? And of course, you know I love podcasting and love talking and you know I'm absolutely excited about the the process of putting my own podcast together. So I would love it if you would subscribe. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. We're hoping to get as many subscribers as possible um, banked up before we launch on May the 5th. So if you love Miss Bossy Boots, I guarantee you are going to have a good time in how to run a successful business and still have a life. Please come over there and join us. Uh, Search for the podcast and click subscribe and also share it with any of your business besties. I would love it. You've, you know, business is so much more enjoyable when it is shared. Um, So I would love it if you would share uh, my new podcast with anyone that you know that is running their own business and also anyone that wants to have a life. We'll be back with more Miss Bossy Boots in a fortnight's time. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 